bum. But da 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 da. Done. Welcome to another episode of Fort Stringers again, Traffic Edition. I'm in the second mobile podcasting unit, also known as my girlfriend's car. And this car actually has AC, so I might be a little less mad during the podcast and a little less sweaty. So anyone joining me on YouTube, I'm sorry if my hair is not matted to my face, but um, I'm afforded a luxury right now. So right now we're driving through horrible, horrible New York traffic in order to get to Brooklyn and uh, try to train with some people who are going to beat me up. It's another day in paradise. What's up? How's everyone doing? Um, turns out we're going to have our road trip tomorrow. I think today's, uh, what's today? Today's Wednesday. So on Thursday, we're going to take like a fucking 18-hour trip down to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. And, uh, I don't know. I got to compete in the fucking gi, I guess. Uh, they just sent me an email. IBJJF sends me an email, and they told me that um, if you made changes, the changes are supposed to be finalized by today, and you're supposed to confirm them. So, like, people could have uh, changed into my bracket or out of it. I got to check that tonight and uh, and see what that's about. But um, what's cool is they said if you have nobody else in your bracket, you're allowed to get, like, a full refund since today's the last day to make changes. But, um, uh, what do you call it? I don't think, uh, it's funny, like, to think that somebody would stay even if, even if no one else was in their fucking bracket. Like, <laughs> I know a guy at my gym, he got the, he got a tattoo of the IBJJF lion after he beat one other guy in, uh, IBJJF. And he goes to me, he's like, well, I technically got the gold, so that's why I got the tattoo. <laughs> like, he just has a huge lion on his ribs, and he's like, well, I got the gold medal. It's like, <laughs> you'd be one other dude. Like, what's the difference between that and, like, winning a fucking Naga against one other fucking guy and, like, being like, yeah, I'm, like, a world champion. Like, check out this tattoo. I, I, I almost died for this. And the match wasn't even, like, the match was kind of bullshit, too. I think he won on, like, two points. <laughs> or like an advantage <laughs> It'd be so funny if he won by fucking penalties But that's what it is And Jiu Jitsu Jiu Jitsu is such a fucking game of inches Like I've been doing a lot more IBJJF uh, Style matches at the gym And a lot of what I'm finding Especially now Cause like I'm coming off of like What like I would say like upwards of like 30 days off of Jiu Jitsu Like on and off Cause like first of all my rib and then I had COVID, and then I had a crazy bout of staff. So, like, my cardio is not all there. I'm, I'm still taking antibiotics. Like, m- my body feels a little fucked up, bro. But, uh, like, my cardio especially. Like, trying to go hard for five fucking minutes is so daunting. Which is so sad, because, like, I was doing 10-minute rounds with the boys before um, the staff hit. Uh, I, I was doing pretty good. But now it's like I'm dying after two minutes. I'm going with fucking blue belts. And like I'm just like barely holding it together. A lot. I, I also feel like a lot of jujitsu, other than just like a, it's a game of inches literally when you're uh, at a higher level. I feel like it's also 
like keeping a cool like keeping calm keeping a cool face like i'm fucking tired i'm i could barely breathe and shit like that but i'm not gonna show no fucking blue belts that like i'm that tired in a match with them like i'm gonna keep my cool and like a lot of my technique i could do without any fucking cardio at all either like it's fine like i know how to frame without like power or whatever but uh oh shit oh shit there's police over there Oops, there's police over there and I have headphones on and I'm talking into a microphone. Oops. <laughs> Oops, we're driving right by them. This is going to be funny. As a person of color, let me just say I have an innate fear of police officers. <laughs> I'm always looking for fucking, for like antennas on the back. I'm going to need a second. Hold on. i'm like secretly putting back my headphones like (laughs) we're good now we're in the clear yeah i'm so glad they're getting rid of the fucking undercover cops although it wasn't like painfully obvious that those were undercover cops like you see a fucking you see a white dude like a stocky white dude with uh with the yankees fitted on a hundred he's a hundred percent uh undercover cop a hundred percent of the time especially if it's in the subway if here's like my guide to spotting an undercover cop if you go back in time to like 2010 or whatever this is the perfect way to spot an, an undercover officer you go into the subway if you see a white dude just standing there and not begging for money, if he's just standing looking around, maybe has like a, a a heavy chain on or some shit like that with a fitted and then the bonus if he has like a any sort of sports uniform on that like the fitted is always New York Yankees, but the 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 jersey he's wearing, it doesn't have to be a baseball jersey. It could be a football jersey, a hockey jersey, 100% a police officer. That's like their dream, their dream fucking outfit for work, you know? He's like, nothing better than beating up some random minority in uh, in your favorite player's jersey. Like, that, that's their shit, dude. I remember, I remember getting, like, arrested by somebody in a baseball jersey. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you playing, are, are you playing, like, Little League after this? Like, what the fuck's going on? Did you just, did you just come from a Little League game? Why, what, what is this uniform you got on? I'm supposed to, like, respect you or, like, be scared of you. You got, like, some other dude's name on your back. Cagliari. Is that even you, bro? I hate you. But I've been traumatized from them, so... Now I'm always on the lookout for them. I feel like you you, you could spot... I mean, I could spot uh, an undercover cop, like, very easily on the highway. Like, it's those cars without fucking rims on the side completely blacked out has like the most obvious antenna on the back and like i've been trying to show my girlfriend uh like i've been trying to point that out to my girlfriend and she's like um it's like it's like it doesn't even like it doesn't register like she doesn't have to know that information like so like it's like i feel like sometimes it's like oh that's cool and then like you know it doesn't have to like she doesn't have to know that because, like, she's not worried about it. I, she just told me she's been driving around, 
without a <laughs> without a headlight for like the past two months and i'm like i would never i would literally never do that like i would be horrified i feel like i would get pulled over every fucking day i just have like a fear like a target on my head you know like i'd be like no i, I cannot do that i can't be walking around with a beard like this and then giving people more of a reason to suspect me i'm up to something you know like i already got i already get called terrorist by like a bunch of my friends in jiu-jitsu like even my family will do it my family loves like my family especially my extended family they love like making comparisons to me for like other races I, I remember i went to my aunt's with my with my girlfriend one time and my aunt's like yo you look like a fucking rabbi right now and then like she's tossing pennies at me she's like oh look he's gonna he likes the pennies i'm like what what's going on Thea? Why are you negging me in front of my girlfriend right now? This is really weird energy right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so. But yeah, um, now we're heading into Brooklyn. It's so funny. Sometimes our training takes us into like, <laughs> like I would say like, the like the Kennedy Fried Chicken parts of Brooklyn. Like, you know you're in the hood when you got a Kennedy Fried Chicken there. Kennedy Fried Chicken's like reverse gentrification. Like, if you're looking for a good place to, like, buy a house or something, look for a Kennedy Fried Chicken. And then, and then like, but if you're trying to buy a house in a good neighborhood, and then you see a Kennedy Fried Chicken opening up there, don't buy the house. It's about to, everything's about, all the property value is about to drop. You're going to see Kennedy Fried Chicken, liquor store, liquor store. And the liquor stores aren't even, like, regular liquor stores. They're the bulletproof glass ones that you got to get buzzed into. Like, they have, like, that gate door in the front that belongs in a house. But they, <laughs> they like, installed it themselves. I'm not down for that. But it's so funny taking her there. And then, like, our car is, like, bumping, like, fucking Doja Cat. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're like walking out the car, going to training and like the two blocks we have to walk where we're like singing like, can you kiss me more? And we're walking back, we're, we're walking by like a group of people smoking weed on their porch and they're just like staring at us like, what the fuck are these two doing over here? I thank God we know how to like fight more than the average person so we could defend ourselves. But like, <laughs> it must be jarring to see like these two little freaks like <laughs> like who are these guys what is our neighborhood getting gentrified right now what the fuck are these two doing but that's us that's me um we actually uh i'm thinking about maybe getting um like setting up camp in brooklyn for like a month or two that would be really cool it'll be really cool to like live in the heart of like williamsburg or like the the gentrified part of like just to visit like you know like because like i feel like new york is a melting pot right but it's also very segregated at the same time because like if you go into long island if you go into like i've been living in long island for a minute now and i've been trained i've trained all around new york but like the deeper you get into long island the, the more republican it gets so like people like to say like oh new york is like democratic and stuff like that that's just the cities because you get into like the more uh suburban parts of long island you you'll literally have like trump pop-up shops still like trump flags fucking like biden with like devil horns on a shirt 
those are like i feel like those are everywhere like uh the other day my my boy posted a story and it's you know how like uh like rams like ford f-150s the fucking pickup trucks that have way too many flags on them and like a pair of balls on the back of them you will see so many of those in long island especially suffolk they're like everywhere so like it's just funny to see that and then like uh have people who live outside of new york try to tell you like oh new york's like a melting pot of people it is and it isn't so i i remember working in uh the heart of uh, brooklyn and uh i used to do security believe it or not i know i'm tiny but <laughs> it's security's a mindset all right guys it's not about being physically intimidating it's a mindset all right especially if you're dealing with like a bunch of uh transplants from out out of state like they they just i, I don't know it's like you gotta strike fear into them <laughs> before you even talk to them like it's <laughs> it's such a funny image of me like checking ids and like the dude is like six six three hundred pounds and i'm like checking his id and i'm like you can't come in here like what the fuck <laughs> he just pushes me aside like steps over me somebody as tall as randy brown <laughs> but yeah i used to work and like the heart of brooklyn and like i shit you not it felt like every single person there had like it was like a weird sense of stuff and it was cool because like i i was working at this place called i think it was like tang no tang or like kitchen it was kitchen it was spelled wrong though it was like k-i-k-i-c-h-e-n kai chen and uh it was right next to like literally two doors down was a gay bar so like I would see like every like everyone like it would be like it would be like the weirdest fucking outfits everyone had armpit hair it was cool it was like they they were nice people for sure but like I remember one example like specifically of like how weird these people were there was like a fucking rat on the floor and you had like four girls like oh my god where is it going where's the little baby mouse going get a piece of bread anyone got food we could feed it and like i'm like get that fucking rat away from me i'm trying to do security in front of this restaurant and the rat keeps trying to get in i'm like get get it away those things jump high as fuck i'm already short it could jump up to my waist i remember we tried to put it in a box and it literally just hopped out like I don't know. I don't know if you understand how tall of a jump that is but like a mouse is like six inches like long or whatever this shit jumped i shit you not like four feet and uh i don't know if it like put that into perspective like if that was a human you'd literally be leaping over buildings like that that shit had me shook i was like this this (laughs) this is like a super mouse and uh it was just fun like that i i really liked experiencing that i i I would do security at like weird places i did security and like i mean i'm sure i've I've talked about this so many times on like earlier um iterations of the podcast earlier episodes but it was just a lot of fun i i kind of do miss it because um you you just meet people from all different walks of life especially in brooklyn because most of the people in brooklyn are transplants most of the people in brooklyn are, are people who come from like small towns and shit like that like I don't know if there's many people who were born and raised here and, uh, and like, stay here. I don't know. Um, but this is, like, a really popular neighborhood. And 
uh, I, I was thinking of like setting up camp out here because we we do like competition training out here Monday Wednesday and they have some on Friday too and just the drive is such a bitch like we're literally just getting here and we started driving at like eight twenty in the morning, eight eight ten in the morning to like eight thirty in the morning to here, and it's already like ten o'clock. So like, if I could just use that time to just sleep more, I think it would be way more efficient. Oh. Um. Yeah. Uh. Oh my fucking physical therapy just called me. They're trying to probably confirm. I've been taking physical therapy for the longest time. I I remember I posted on my story. <clears throat> about my physical therapy like just like i had a heating pad on my back and stim and i had like four people hit me up who are physical therapists and they're like that's bullshit that's all bullshit that's fine if it's bullshit i don't care i'm not really trying i'm not doing this physical i'm just trying to get paid baby do you not understand that like let them put me through the bullshit whatever on paper it's saying that i'm like going to physical therapy they got me looking left and right 10 times each i do that every fucking day like i'm doing that right now i gotta check traffic as i'm driving like i'm doing physical therapy as we i'm doing the same physical therapy they got me doing over there right now like just by looking left looking right looking up looking down like it's just they got you doing everyday things sit sit here while we run elect electricity through your muscles okay does this do anything no not really okay as long as i get paid after this that's all i care about <laughs> i heard some people like if i was to get like a stupid amount of money like twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars i would literally have like a private investigator following me around but that'd be fine you know why because I just told you how to identify undercover cops. I'd know where he was. I'd be like, oh, there he is again. I'd poison him with poison donuts. I'd be on to him. I'd, hi- I'd be the investigator investigating him. Fuck him. And, like, I think that sometimes, too. I'm like, I wonder if they have the, like... Like, hold on. Let me look around right now. I wonder if they have the, like, wherewithal to fucking hire somebody for, like, a day. Because literally all it would take is a day. Like, if the dude just followed me for a day, they'd be like, are you sure this guy's neck and back is fucked up? I saw him upside down no less than 10 times today while he was training. Like, are you, are you, is this the same guy? And then I would immediately have to grow, like, shave my beard and grow, and, like, change my hair and everything. I'd be like, that wasn't me. I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. But, uh, oh, we're just getting here. Nice. See, I hit y'all off with a little quick podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We're about to start parking. I'm about to get my ass kicked in uh, Henzo Gracie Fight Academy. If anybody would like to join us, competition class is open to everybody. According to John, I hope I'm right. And uh, hopefully, oh my God, there's so, oh oh now you're gonna put oh now you're gonna put up the sign that I can't go after I already pulled into the fucking. I pulled into the street. Now I can't go. Oh, okay. Oh, you want me to drive? You want me to drive through this scooter guy? Ah, that's fine. That's fine. Let me just run this guy over. Why don't you wake up? <laughs> We're here now. All right, guys. It's been fun. Done. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da.